0: (laughs) Welcome, everybody. We are here. Episode number one of the Good old Hockey Podcast. Those of you that know us, myself, I'm Sean. This is our friend David Galley. He's going to be joining us here for some hockey talk. Um, For this show, at least, we'll have me and him on, and we'll have other people on here, too, that can do it when they can. Um, But our namesake coming from the great, great song the hockey song title um i think copyright oh, yeah. won't let me play it during the <laughs> show but i'll work on it maybe see if i can get a little clip of it but uh yeah we're excited today as we're recording it season starts tomorrow so by the time this is out the season will be starting tonight at what 7 p.m central um we'll yeah i think so. the first game.
1: game's yeah. an early game so uh... yeah i think it's
0: at six, our time
1: so it's three thirty PM our time.
0: Natural versus
1: predators. Yeah, it's at it's oh. at five thirty Eastern time. No like, way. I, I haven't really okay. seen these start times since like COVID. But I didn't even yeah, know. for that. some okay. reason they're getting started. They're getting the ball rolling hmm. 3.30 tomorrow.
0: I'm not complaining. I'll watch tonight. If it work. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um cool. Well, uh before we get into it though, um, let's give a little background to these people, uh, our knowledge and history of the love of hockey. Uh gal, you can start just yeah uh, 100 um, yeah
1: so i'm from boz montana originally um you know grew up playing hockey my whole life a diehard flame diehard flames fan as you guys can see there's a lot of flames memorabilia in my uh room but uh yeah i've just been following hockey very closely i i worked for a professional hockey team here in boise uh for a year so you know been around the sport i'm in an adult b league uh oh yeah as well here uh we won the championship last year not a big deal <laughs> i <laughs> um, very pissed off. We had a game this Sunday, but they actually uh, canceled it due to ref shortage. So that sucks. Oh, but uh, yeah, um, but yeah, man, I just, I love the game so much. I love playing outdoor, love playing, you know, in the mm-hmm. game, love working within the game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited. You gotta for the coming season.
0: Me and Cody want to go to, <clears throat> or is it Stanley? They have an outdoor rink out there and we went last year and I want to go again. So we'll definitely have to have you come. Yeah, Um, dude. Yeah, yeah. You guys,
1: you guys went last year. How was it? Do they have like they don't have boards? It's just a little bit like little. uh, Yeah. So
0: they have like maybe yeah, like maybe an inch height boards that kind of just stop the puck from going into the snow, if I remember correctly. Um, But yeah, they don't have like if you shoot it anywhere above ankle height, it's going to go into a snowbank and you're going to lose your puck. But the (laughs) nets are all the little wooden. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's like every fucking rake in Montana. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, uh,
0: I grew up, so I'm from San Jose, I played junior Sharks for most of my life, um, played high school hockey, came to Boise State, I tried to play freshman year, played with like the men's team there, and then after that I was like, "Yeah, I'm done with hockey. Now I'm kind of back into it uh, within the last couple of years, um, everything like that, but yeah, we've been gr- growing up going to Sharks games. Um sitting in our season ticket holder spots, whatever we had. The funny thing, so we had season tickets. Gosh, I was probably two when we first got them. And then we had like the same seats all the way up till what? 2016. I think the, we canceled it the year before 2016. So 2015 season, I believe sharks missed the playoffs. and we could tell we were on the decline. The sharks wanted to raise our season ticket prices. My dad was like, "Fuck no!" So he canceled them. <laughs> that next season, the sharks go to the Stanley Cup final. So that was so kind of heartbreaking. <laughs> but yeah, we went. Um, we had a lot of good, good memories as a sharks fan. Um, had some good times, some bad times, a lot of bad times. But now we are in the trash can. But we will be back in like five years, I think so we'll
1: see. but hey man you're, you're talking to a flame sand so i yeah. do all sorts of hardship yeah forgot to say yeah it's i really played good. high school hockey too just two high school yeah. hockey vets on here dude here mm-hmm.
0: we go <laughs> you can pull up my elite prospects i had three assists i think in like nine games or something so big defenseman um <laughs> but yeah um other than that did you We do this last weekend
1: dude not a lot just uh I kicked it with my girlfriend on Saturday. Did all sorts of stuff. Honestly, we were we were going to all around a bunch of tailgates. My fr- my old fraternity had an alumni tailgate. We got okay, pretty sauce there. Got a lot of hot dogs, a lot of glizzies, down, yeah. <laughs> lots of beers. Yeah. Uh, then went back to Endzone, watched the game at Endzone. Endzone's a great place to watch any game. Awesome place. Um, then we made our way over to Broadway Bar. We walked there. Uh me and a yeah. group of myself and then uh yeah then we went over to Meridian bars to finish out the night, um, mm. which was is its own thing. That was Saturday. Yeah, my Friday night was very, very interesting. One of the most interesting way I've ever made money in my life. Um I was the mm-hmm. MC at Strange Love, the club downtown Boise. What? Um so yeah, so one of our uh buddy, one of my buddies, DJ Moody, um, is like the oh, resident yeah. DJ mm-hmm. there. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he just was like, he had this opening for an MC spot and I was like, fuck it, dude, why not? Like I, I need some money right now. So, uh, when I, when I, what's and did the, that.
0: what's the MC, like, what's your, what were you doing?
1: So basically that's I was just MC. on the mic, just hyping people oh, up. like how no are we do it, strange love? And
0: that's awesome. Was-
1: it was interesting. Like doing that was, was all right on the stage, but sometimes it yeah. got a little bit awkward when I went down off the stage because they wanted me to go off the stage and be like an entertainer, make sure everyone's having a good time and stuff. And I was cool. like, all right, pushing That's my comfort lovely, level. Yeah. But, uh, it was a, yeah. it was a nice little $200. So. That's not
0: bad to do <laughs> then, that. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Hey, so Sunday, just watch some, watch some football and football. yeah, it's yep. a pretty chill weekend for the most part. I was, I had a hockey game at 3 PM on a uh, Sunday, but it, Unfortunately, got canceled uh, due to the ref shortage. There's a there's a ref shortage like in every fucking sport around here right now, which kind of sucks. Oh, I but saw that, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about possibly getting into refing too. Just uh, Honestly, you know, I heard yeah. it's pretty good money, and it's you know, yeah. just be around the game more too. So
0: yeah, that too gets you you learn a little bit more too. I remember mm-hmm. when I was it was before I was like I think I was probably like 13 or 12 before I could get a job. I was thinking about doing reffing because I thought it'd be fun. But then there are times where I remember how mad parents get and coaches and players get at refs, and it's tough. Reffing is, is hard, and I get why yeah. not a lot of people want to do it. So the people that do do it, I salute them. Unless they call a penalty on me, then fuck them. But, um, <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. But, uh, yeah, reffing yeah, is dude, tough, was, but that'd be fun to do. Yeah.
1: How was your weekend, though, bro?
0: Pretty good. Um, let's see, Friday... What do we do? I don't even know if I did anything Friday. Oh, I went to the Boise State hockey game. That was a lot of fun.
1: Okay, um, right on.
0: Yeah, those games were a lot of fun. We went me and Cody went with our friend Scott too. And <clears throat> I think they they won oh, they won five two off to okay. at the end, but
1: in Who the end of the second two? period,
0: they played Utah. Okay. University of Utah. So it's a pretty good team. Um and At the very end of the second period, I think Boise State had a five on three power play. And one of the first, like, plays of the, um, where was it at? I forget where, but I don't know his name, but he came down the ice, had this nasty goal, and just, like, got tripped. It was not like a Bobby Orr goal, but kind of where he kind of, like, is diving and shooting. Um, and then like 30 seconds oh, later. It,
1: hey, was it was it ninety three by chance? Jay Jones? No, I know,
0: yeah, just what was his name?
1: Justin Jones.
0: No, it wasn't him. He scored the empty netter though. Because I've met him before. Okay. Um sure. downtown. When you were on our podcast, not this most recent time, but the one before that, I saw him downtown. He had like he saw I think I had a bower hat on and he asked me about it. He was like, Oh, you were on the podcast with David or with Callie. I was like, Yep. So i met him before he's cool he had that one that selly against uh who are they playing
1: wash yeah i think washington yeah that was sick yeah dude um, jonesy's fucking good at hockey like he yeah. he got me in with this uh my adult league team last year first oh, year did? i mean obviously it was my first year playing adult in boise yeah. and mm-hmm. uh yeah such a kick-ass team dude he is filthy like he is, he is. fucking yeah. nails i know a few other other players on uh boise state like I think Mike Chrome is his name, and then uh, Camden Gallagher. He goes by Galley too, which is kind of funny. Sometimes oh, does he? Like Galley, and Galley, dude. And yeah, I played a yeah. uh, played adult league with Galley and uh, Jones. And Jones has an older brother too named Dylan. Great, great group of guys. And then mm. their dad's named Rick. And Rick still plays on the team, but unfortunately, That's Dylan awesome. and Justin are uh, are no longer on the team. Dylan moved down to Texas, and then Justin moved oh, up yeah. to a uh, downtown, which. Is a bummer because dude, Justin would score for us so much.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. What was I gonna say about that? Um, I forget. But yeah, that was Friday. Uh, a lot of fun. Saturday, we went to the Boise State game and almost watched them choke against fucking San Jose State of all teams. <laughs> embarrassing it was embarrassing yeah it, that team was one and four we're like two and three but that was embarrassing it was a cool game though they had the light show the new lights i don't know if you've seen them yet but the whole stadium like went dark and they have these like blue and orange lights that kind of light up the whole stadium so that was cool and then we went downtown after that that was a lot of fun um i trying to remember anything that was really funny i can't really remember it but um we had a good time. Uh, Sunday, yeah, it was just pretty much football. Uh, oh, I had a fantasy draft last night for hockey too. Uh, I'll read off my Same
1: schedule. here, dude. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Let's dude, there, there were so many people on auto draft for my fantasy league. And mm-hmm. they're all like complaining about the time and stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, this is brought up before. Like, come on. Yeah. I feel like that's like, unless it's fantasy football, there's all these people auto drafting, I swear.
0: Yeah, that is true. I know, they just don't care, but it, it makes a difference. It really does. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Big time. Is your league a 10-person or a 12-person? Or how many people are in your league?
1: Uh, ble- oh, are you saying like teams? Yeah, like I how many? 12-person.
0: 12-person. Okay, so this is a 10-man league that I'm playing in. So I've got at center, I've got Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Dylan Larkin, and then my left wing is Matthew Kachuk. Other one is Clayton Keller. Uh, right wing, Danny Batherson, Matt Zuccarello. Defenseman Quinn Hughes, Vince Dunn, Justin Falk, and Jacob Chickrin. My bench nice. is Nico Heischer, Jack Eichel, Jamie Benn, and Logan Cooley. Goalies are Shesterkin and So I'm kind of excited for that team.
1: Dude, um, so like I'm in e- – are, are you going through ESPN or
0: uh, – We use YouTube, or YouTube, Yahoo Fantasy.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah, so I'm on ESPN. And they ha- they do it a little bit different. They have like eight forward spots, and it looks like five defenseman spots. They don't even do like center, or left wing, or right wing. Oh, really? Um, That's bit so nicer yeah. than it. It is a little bit nicer just because you can yeah. get you can accumulate points a lot more. But I got like yeah. McKinnon, Marner, Eichel, Dubois, Jesper Bratt, Matt Boldy, Zegers, Taylor Hall Ooh. for my forwards. Really liking my McKinnon, Marner, and Eichel. I feel like they're just gonna put me up, rack me up points, dude. Yeah, I'm really liking McKinnon this year. Like, we'll get Mm -hmm. into it later, but like, dude, McKinnon's probably my pick for Hart. Um, but yeah, my defensemen are Mort Sider, uh, Hedman, Mm -hmm. Luke Hughes, who is a very, very much a Mm dark horse for for Calder. Don't think he's gonna beat out Bedarder, no, but uh, I I, I do think that he's pretty good. I got Morgan mm-hmm. Riley and then Klingberg. Klingberg is going to be on Toronto this year, so I feel like he's going to rack up a little bit more points Ooh. just because they're, yeah. they're just such an offensive team. There, uh, and then in my, in my utility spot, I got Logan Cooley, who he's, mm-hmm. a, he's a rookie yeah. from Arizona. I think he, he could have a good year. He could be um, another Calder
0: <clears throat> candidate.
1: Yeah, 100%. I think he's totally in the discussion for Calder. Uh, and then I got DeBrinquet, uh Fantilli, Matt Michelli, I think his name is on Arizona. Boke uh, Boquist and then Manji Apaani on my bench for mm. skaters, and then Carter Hart and Freddie Anderson for for my goalies. So, nice. um, liking liking my picks a lot. Liking my team. I'm yeah. a little bit worried on my D just in terms of uh uh point production, but really hope yes, Morgan Riley and, and and Luke Hughes and Hedman can put yeah. up some points this year.
0: Yeah, they probably will. Cool. Well, yeah, maybe we'll incorporate that into our uh, talks throughout the week. See how our teams did, but.
1: 100%. Now we've
0: got this here, the teams. Just we're gonna go into a little bit here, just kind of a lookout since none, no games have started. So we're gonna kind of look at some, just some standout players and teams that are coming into this next season. Just some teams to look out for, and I don't know, just some fun storylines too. Uh, first one on here is the New Jersey Devils. So I think with the Devils, what they finished last year, they were third in the Metro against. Are,
1: yeah, yeah, I believe they were... Yeah, because they
0: played what? the Rangers, who were second, right?
1: Yeah, and Yeah, I think World they or? were. I think they were third, but who who finished first? Carolina, correct?
0: Carolina. Yep. Oh, yeah,
1: I believe they finished second or third. I think you're right on that. Okay. Yeah, but so yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think they're New a good York team. They've got.
0: Yeah, they did. Um. Yeah, I mean, New Jersey's got a talented team. Luke Hughes is now coming full season. Um. Who do they get in the offseason? Um,
1: uh, oh, they, Tyler Toffoli. Yes, Toffoli is going to be a good addition to their team. Yes. I, I I mean, they just got Timo Meyer last year, correct? So mm-hmm. I feel like he's still yeah, settling in. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah.
1: I think their offense is going to be potentially the highest scoring offense in the whole league. Um, their defense is also very, like a lot of offensive defensemen. You got Dougie Hamilton. You got Luke Hughes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're unbelievable, and then Nemec, Nemec is super good as well. Um, I feel like he might have a breakout season. Um, but the one thing I have a question about with like the Devils is like their goaltending. Like yeah. their goaltending is kind of up in the air. They got Vanacek, and then Schmied, I think, is their their backup right now. Mm, yeah. Um, but I think for any sort of postseason success, they gotta they gotta figure out that goaltending. That is because, true. Yeah, um, that's I feel the like biggest... they're a really Yeah, really powerful yeah. team last year. Um, they're gonna be even more powerful this year, especially added on to Foley. I mean, he scored the most most points for the Flames last year and, and goals. So uh, that's gonna be a huge add for their offense. Yeah,
0: that is, yeah. Uh next one here is Vancouver. Um, <clears throat> let's see, who do they have now?
1: Dude, uh, Vancouver
0: they got Philip. Ronick yeah. From Detroit.
1: Yeah, so I feel like Vancouver is kind of a, a little bit of a sleeper. I feel like, you know, they've been in between kind of sucking ass and then like maybe a bubble team for the past couple of years. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like this this year is going to be like a make or break for a lot of players. One, yeah, um, but also like their whole organization. I feel like if they have mm-hmm. another crappy year, they're going to just go into a full rebuild. Um, yeah. I did also see that like Pedersen was like potentially not going to be on their team. Um, there's, there's a, like talk in the air about, you know, like if he doesn't re- want to resign, the Canucks don't even want to pursue him. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's going to be something that interests me a lot, but I think yep. when Hughes stepping into the captain, uh, awesome. captain role is going to like really elevate his game. Um, and I think that, you know, he's, he's going to take that by the horns and I think he's going to be one of their best players and oh, yeah. potentially best put deep D, D men in the league. So, Mhm.
0: For sure, yeah Did I you say their
1: uh their their pickup was
0: uh Philip Roonic he's from the Detroit Red Wings um, yes <clears throat> I think he he might be playing with Hughes. I'm not sure mm-hmm. um, he's a good two-way defenseman um a little bit smaller of a stature he's not like a big super big defenseman but yeah, I think for Vancouver, if they make wild card, I think it's a step in the right direction for them. But yeah, if they go into another, not making the playoffs, I think it's time to switch some things around for them.
1: I, I think a um, lot of players are going to be leaving. I don't think Quinn yeah. Hughes is, but I think Pedersen no. is probably out yeah. the door if they don't make the playoffs this year. He's oh, freaking yeah. good. He was like, for some reason on ESPN, he was projected number one out of like, well, besides McDavid and Dreisaitl. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was the next in line. So third, oh, really? third projected yeah. points. Yeah. So he's supposed to have a pretty good year and... I mean we'll see I think Kuzmenko had a really good year last year I think he's going to repeat that. He kind of reminds me of like Kaprizov type player too. Mm-hmm. Um but he could really step it up this year. It's going to be interesting to watch how they do. Um yeah. and I think you know like like Demko's a good goalie when he's playing well but I don't know. I mean at the same time they could they could also just be pulling the Canucks and, yeah. and shit the bed like usual. <laughs> Hit
0: the bed? Yeah. Have another riot in their city. Um,
1: yeah, one hundred percent.
0: They might need it, but uh, okay, cool. Well, the next one on here is the Maple Leafs. Now, this is a big, big team here that <clears throat> it's got a lot of eyes on them. I think this season it's again another make or break team. I think with Toronto, they just re-signed Matthews. Good for him. Thirteen point one, most what highest paid player in the NHL. Yeah. Um, I mean they they got a lot of good weapons. And just pieces missing to their puzzle. I think goaltending's still kind of a question mark yeah, to I, them.
1: I agree. I think uh, Samsonov is really going to have to step up for them. Um, mm. They've they've had so many different goalies cycle through there in the yeah, past few years. So it's going to be pretty interesting how that all goes down. I yeah. do think they have a lot tougher of a team, which they were lacking mm-hmm. um, in their oh, previous yeah. playoff runs.
0: Yeah,
1: um, like that they added on Bertuzzi, Domi, and Reeves. Correct? Reeves. Yeah, Reeves. Um, yep. I think those players are going to really look out for their star players like Martner and Matthews and Tavares too.
0: Yeah, um, just yeah, great gonna be too. A,
1: they're going to be an interesting team to watch. Um, I think Matthew Nyes too. I think there's yep. Nice. I'm not totally sure how to say it, but I think yeah, he's Matthew gonna have Nyes a really yeah. good. He's going to have a really good year. I think he's going to fill in for bunting uh, the spot mm-hmm. that he's, you know, leaving open for
0: yeah.
1: uh potential player to cut, slot in. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I do also think their their defense is going to continue being good. Um, yeah. I think Muzzin is out for the year, though, correct? I believe did, so. Did see yeah. something about that. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see how they do. But uh, I, I, I have pretty high hopes for the, for the Leafs this year. I think they're going to have a solid year.
0: I do too, yeah. Uh, injured Maple Leafs. Let's see, injured Maple Leafs defenseman Jake Muzzin moves to scout role.
1: Ooh, yeah, that and. doesn't look too good for the Leafs. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. he was a pretty good stay-at-home defenseman yeah. for them last no, year. He was.
0: Yeah, I think overall, I think Toronto got some good missing pieces to the puzzle. Uh, I think Bertuzzi's a good pickup. I think Max Domi's a great pickup. Ryan mm-hmm. Reeves is a solid player that you want on your team. Uh, especially defend those players. And yeah, it just brings their level of play just different. You know, they have talented players like Willie Nylander, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, um, all those guys. But also to have some grit on that team too, I think really rounds them out. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, the next one on here is Colorado. Now, last season, I think they they had some issues with injuries last year. So I think that kind of hurt right. them in terms of as a team last year, I think this year they have a chance at the central winning that division. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, wait, did they win it last year? Cause they played the crack in the first round. The Kraken was yeah, a wild they, card team. I think
1: they it. did. They still pulled it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think they're a really good team. Like yeah. even last year with all those injuries. And I think they're, they're going to be pretty hungry going into this year. I, I see yeah. a lot of like uh, predictions. Saying, excuse me, saying that you know they are gonna win the central and potentially even the cup, just because they got such a solid team. They got a lot do, of players yeah. that were still on that team that won the cup a couple mm-hmm. of years ago.
0: They all had um, Matt Duchesne.
1: He, yeah. Uh no, they don't they don't have Matt Duchesne. You sure? I don't think so. Where'd
0: he go? Oh, he went to the stars. Never mind.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say he got drafted by them, though. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: I don't know what I was thinking but, about uh,
1: yeah, no, I think McKinnon. He's gonna step it up. Um, I think Rantanen. Rantanen was her last year, I believe.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, he's he's Luka also was gonna hurt. just come back swinging. And um, yeah. I think their goaltending is like unbelievable. Like Zhidorev, Gogorev, I think his name is Gorgiev. Yeah. I was yeah Gorgiev. Always fuck yeah. up on players' names. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think he's such a good goalie, dude. He's gonna be one of the mm-hmm. best goalies in, for the next decade. I think. Um, he was so good when he was with the Rangers, and like now he's got like a solid starting spot yeah. um mm-hmm. not only that like some really good defenseman ahead of yeah, them yeah he's got a and great shit, team it, around him we haven't even talked about kale mccarr like kale yeah. mccarr is yeah they'll yeah, be back and he played um
0: what are his stats keep talking i'll look up his stats
1: i dude i think kale mccarr is like a dark horse for for mvp low-key like he could yeah. have one hell of a season um i mean we'll we'll see where where they go as a team. But, like, I think Makar is just going to continually be in the Norris <laughs> conversation um, and potentially, you know, one year in, as an MVP. So, yeah. Um,
0: so, his <clears> – <throat> he played 60 games last year, so he missed 22 games. He was over a point a game. He had 66 points, 17 goals, 49 assists. And for a defenseman playing only missing 20 games, it's not bad. He scored – he had 86 points the year 2021-2022. So, I mean, I think, yeah, this year will be a big year for him. Um, assuming he stays healthy, which I think he will. Um, but yeah, that's the one thing Colorado just has to get over is that injury bug and try to make sure they all stay healthy.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah, I I mean, the Central is going to be a pretty tough division this year. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I, I do think that the Avs got it in them. I mean, the, I think Dallas Tons, is probably yeah. their biggest competitor. Um, yeah, at least that's our next in, team in the division. Um, yeah, but yeah, we can just we can just go into Dallas. Yeah, and, slide right into Dallas. Uh, I think
0: for Dallas, Jake Ottinger is a he's a great goaltender. Yeah, I think that he's he's that piece that's going to drive them. I think further. I I don't know. I think they'll do better this year in the playoffs. I mean, they made it to the third round. They've been. Uh, that just sucks for them. What 2020, COVID? They went to the playoffs or the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, they went to the final. and finals. then lost to the Lightning. So they just mm-hmm. had some unfortunate stuff. Last year they lost to the Knights, who then won to win the cup. Yeah. So
1: year before it was the Flames, which that was yeah. such <laughs> a wild series. And I feel like yeah. since that series, the Flames have just been on a downward spiral. Yeah. But yeah. no, I do think they have a really good, uh, they got a really yep. good team. I think there's some questions on their D, but their offense is going to be unbelievable this year. I think adding Duchesne is just going to, yeah. you know, bring them up a notch. And, um, I mean, when you got Robertson, Jamie Ben, Tyler Sagan, Duchesne, Duliandria, Pavelski is on their team. We've got
0: a bunch of these younger and guys yeah. too.
1: I mean, I think their top six is like super solid. Um, mm-hmm. their top nine is is great as well. Yeah, um, but I, I do think it's their defense is a little bit weaker. Um, you know, I'd probably say you know Haskinen is probably their best defenseman, or mm-hmm. um, you know, possibly Lindell. I'd say, um, but there is there's just not a solid like set like superstar yeah. on their defense for me. Um, yeah. I guess you could say Haskinen, but
0: I think yeah, he's probably the leader in that, but he's not like. Yeah, we'll see this year, but <clears throat> I think they need him to step up more. Yeah. Um, as a player. Um, but, yeah, with Dallas.
1: Yeah, regardless, I think Ottinger is just going to carry their D. Yeah. Like, Ottinger yeah. is so good. Yeah. He's played he behind, is. like, not, not very good defensemen cores before. Mm-hmm. So I do think that, you know, the Stars are going to go pretty far, regardless of their D or not. I think their yeah. offense is 100% going to be there. It's going to be kind of them or the abs in the central. I think that's my prediction. Yeah.
0: That is true. Yeah, I think those are the two frontrunners <laughs> for that division. Um, okay next up on here is Carolina. Um, I don't know much. They got swept last year by the Panthers. Um, well, they got swept last year by Matthew Kachuk, actually. let's rephrase that. <laughs> um, but um, that that whole I mean that whole series last year was really close. It was all what Two out of three games were overtime or two yeah. out of four games were overtime. the f- game four they lost within like the last couple seconds scored by Matthew Kachuk. Um, so they had a, like, yeah, it was a sweep, but it was really close series. Uh, it doesn't look like that on paper when you see the 4-0, but any of those yeah. games could have gone either way. I mean, that one was, was that game one that they went to like three overtimes?
1: Yeah. I want to, yeah. I want to say and like, dude, they just, they, they got a gritty, they got a gritty like D and yeah. Coy. I think like Freddie mm-hmm. Anderson's super good. Yep. Um, but not only that, I mean, they got Brent Burns, D'Angelo is going to bring that. That uh, mm-hmm. offense, they did sign Dimitri Orlov on the offseason, which he's a fucking solid pickup for the for the Canes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not mm-hmm. only that, you know, they got uh, Brady Skijay. Sk- fuck, how do you say his name? Help me out, Sean. What is Skijai. it? Skijay. Brady... S-K-J-E-I. S-K-J-E-I. Uh, and there's some uh, way to say it, and I'm fucking it up right Sk-J- now. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Brady, let's he's... see if there's a little <clears throat> pronunciation for him.
1: Yeah, he's. Been I have no solid idea. Brady S will call him. Yeah, Slavin's been solid too. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing is like when they get Sve- Sveshnikov back because he's mm-hmm. such a yeah. solid part of their like offense, and he's starting yeah, he out the is. year on the IR, and he's yeah. kind of had some some injury problems and been a little bit injury prone in the past. So it is going to be interesting to see when he comes back. But you know, you still got uh, Aho. They did sign Bunting, like I said before. Um, they mm-hmm. still got caught, caught Kanyemi and. Martin and Jordan Stalls back there. Tara Vinen still there. So, I mean, they're going to be an interesting team to watch. I think it's either they're going to have like a lot of success like last year um, yeah. or they're going to have a really shitty year. And I think a lot of players will leave. But um, they're going to be a very interesting team to watch. They kind of remind me of the Canucks in a way.
0: Yeah. No, they do. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think Carolina, they've had it. I mean, they've had a rough two. They've had a couple... Good playoff runs, but just snub short. So, see how they do this year. Uh, Their counterpart next team is Florida. Um, The Panthers, for me, this one's tough. I I don't want to say that they're not going to make the playoffs, but we talked about this on the Settle Down podcast and kind of saying how they might not make it. And I don't think that they have a bad team, so it's hard to say that. I mean, who'd they lose? They lost Gudis. Which is like I mean, yeah, he's a good defender, but he was I think he was like third line defense. Um they lost to Claire like to the Sharks. out.
1: Ekblad out is hurt like for yeah. a while, I want to say. Yeah, he is. Um, so that's that's, that's gonna greatest. be a tough one and Montour. Yeah. I think Montour is yeah. also Montour out, is out. so that's that's we'll that's gonna be start. like a big, big blow to their their defenseman mm-hmm. core. Um, yeah. but I mean I ah, shit. I mean, it's it's always hard to doubt Kachuk and what he can yeah. do. I think he's such a solid player. Um, same with and Barkov and yeah and Sam Bennett. I think those players really stepped up and made like a name for themselves last year. Oh, yeah. Um, but you know, their their defense is gonna be a little bit weak to start off the season and who knows? Maybe they. I can see them potentially sliding into another wild card spot, but yeah, yeah, I'm I'm kind of predicting that they they're, they're going to miss the playoffs. But it's going to be a pretty big shock yeah. to like everyone because you know they did make the Stanley Cup final last yeah. year, and um, you know the Panthers they looked like a very gritty team, so they could totally they prove me wrong. But like yeah. I'm saying right now, I I don't think they got it in them. Yeah. I just think they I might think, sh- fall a little bit short.
0: Yeah, I think um, this team isn't on there, but. <clears throat> Tampa, I think if because let's see. So for they're in the Atlantic. Are they the Metro? Yes,
1: they're in the Atlantic.
0: Atlantic. Okay, so you have Toronto at one. We'll say, yeah. Two. Who is tough? You say Boston. Two.
1: I'm saying Buffalo. Honestly,
0: Buffalo. That's a good one. I yeah. think,
1: I think Buffalo is going to be really good this year. Um. You know, three, I'd probably say it's it's going to be a toss-up between Detroit, Detroit or too. Boston.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, you know, they could slot into one of those wild card spots. Yeah. Um, but it's just going to be – it's going to come down – I think it's really going to come down to, like, how their players respond from those injuries because, like, their team got beat up in the playoffs. Like, there yeah. was players no, they playing, did. playing with so many injuries yeah. throughout the playoffs. So it's going to uh, be interesting yeah. to see how they bounce back.
0: After that Vegas game, when they released all those injuries they had, I was like, holy, wow. That is yeah. a lot of players that were hurt. What, Ekblad had a broken foot, was it?
1: Yeah. Someone had a broken or no, foot. I think, yeah, and no, Kachuk had a broken sternum. Yeah, he, was playing he had through that. Sternum. yeah he Kachuk's back and ready to play this year. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah. such a, he's, he's such awesome. a hockey guy, dude.
0: <laughs> he is, yeah. Um, he... What was it? I saw something Brady... I think Brady Kachuk said something and. Was like he said that he had to help him out of his hotel bed before what was it game four of the Stanley Cup Finals, and because game three was when he laid out Jack Eichel and then Kolarov came back and decked him. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. where he exactly broke his collarbone or whatever he had or sternum, um, but he definitely somehow in game four still was able to almost he almost. Scored a tying goal at the end of the game because I remember looking back, I was like, Holy shit, he had a broken sternum and almost damn near tied the game for them in game four. And then game five, he just couldn't play because I think he was dead. I think he said, yeah. If he he said something like, If I sneeze, I feel like I might die or something like that. But <laughs> yeah, so dude, I think I, Florida's I gonna I have a tough Chuck
1: so much, yeah. dude. Having him on yeah. the flames was like the best when yeah. Mavica Chug was on the flames. I'm so pissed, like literally. We could have given them the captaincy, and I'm gonna yeah. sound like a, like a, like you know dead in a, beating a dead horse right yeah. now man, <laughs> yeah. like about this. Like I'm gonna be talking about it for years, but like
0: till he retires, was, probably. I think yeah. maybe Kachuk
1: was one of the best players. Yeah, f- fucking real dude. Till I die, yeah. I'm gonna be talking <laughs> about this dude. Like straight up, Kachuk, Like he's such a like you know one like explosive player, but like he's just mm-hmm. such a like good leader, dude. Like yes, yeah. Flames should have given him the captaincy in a heartbeat when Giordano left. Um, yeah. and stupid fucking Bradshaw Living, dude. Bradshaw Living fucked it for us. So now he's on to Toronto, though. He might, might do the same thing in Toronto. <laughs>
0: Hopefully, we'll see. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So, yeah. Uh, our next one is Detroit. So, talked a little bit about them, but I think Detroit can sneak into the three or the wild card this year. No, they missed the playoffs last year. Um, but they have a pretty solid team. Um, what they got Alex De Brinkett. Uh breakout. Dylan here. I think he's gonna
1: have such a good year. Yeah. De like so too. I think he I think he's gonna be on their first line. Um yeah. he's he's gonna really pop off. And you know, Dylan Larkin's yeah. gonna have another good year. Um but not only that, you know, they they did have some goaltending troubles last year, but um so that's gonna also gonna kinda kinda come down to it. I feel like all the a lot of these teams are saying, you know, the goaltending. Yeah. It's gonna come down to the goaltending, but yeah. Um we'll see. I also think Moritz Snyder is gonna have another great year. Mm. He's super young. Yeah. Um he's very solid back there. They did pick up Ben Charat too, I think, from the Canadians. Mm. Or was that last yeah. year when they did that?
0: Uh, I don't know if it was this year. I think uh Moritz Snyder. Uh let's see. Red Wings.
1: Oh yeah, Can't they sent they sent Sherratt to uh The wings last year.
0: Okay. Um, I think Mort Snyder, I remember during the fantasy draft, he was on the like he was like a couple picks ahead. I was like, How's he not been taken yet? And I was like, I'm gonna take him and then someone took him the pick before me and I was I was pissed. But yeah, I think he's gonna be a little bit of a I mean, he's not gonna win the Norris, but he could be up there in contention for it at least. Maybe final uh become a finalist if he has a good year. But yeah, I think they'll have a big year this year. Um, and yeah, I think overall, I think Detroit is going to have a good season. Um, I don't think they'll miss the playoffs this year. But I mean, like we said, I think the Atlantic is a tough, tough uh, division. to be. Yeah, in it's,
1: it's going to be pretty interesting. And I mean, Boston's obviously in that division. And yeah, I mean, who knows what we're going to see there? They lost so yeah. many key pieces. Um. Yeah. Also, Marshawn's the captain, so there could be yeah. they could be the new bad boys. Um, yeah. Again, I
0: mean, they lost a lot of good players, yes, but or they lost a lot of key pieces, but they still have a lot of their great players playing for yeah. them. So they're not. I, I wouldn't say that they are definitely going to miss the playoffs. I could. I wouldn't be like super shocked if they missed the playoffs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I also wouldn't be surprised if they made the playoffs either. So <clears throat> they're definitely. Um that that division's so tough. Now that we're talking about it more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh next one on here is Chicago. So they play tomorrow. They just got obviously Connor Bedard, the biggest most one of the most hyped prospects I think I've seen since Connor McDavid
1: yeah 100 um, maybe even more hyped i think more just, just i think it's just, with just the way in like the, internet, the social media age and stuff yeah, yeah like yeah. with just the way like the internet's gone he's up.
0: been crazy and i think he's on the level of Sidney crosby hype too of when he was in the league um, yeah and i think yeah, taylor I mean,
1: hall is gonna like play yeah. a huge part into success mm-hmm. his success so yeah. if like Taylor Hall is firing, I think that shit Bedard is gonna have one hell of a year, and yeah, I think we he he could be putting up points um like you know like McDavid's first year or Crosby's first year. I think we could definitely yeah. see that, and he's just such a generational talent. Like he just is, watching yeah. him in the playoffs, or part part of me, the preseason was just like unbelievable. It was just yeah. like he looked like he was a different level out there
0: yeah oh, no he did and yeah, even you could say it was a preseason. preseason but still like those are still yeah. all nhl caliber players mm-hmm. and yeah he's not maybe he wasn't playing against the best of the best teams or their lineups but still like all those guys on that team like i remember everyone was saying like oh he's doing that against a bunch of 17 year olds or whatever yeah and then i was like well i just saw him do that against a bunch of like 30 year old players so i mean he had a couple of good moves um he had that one, did you see that, uh, um, what was it, against uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, the shootout?
1: Yeah, had, I did see that. And
0: he tried to go between the legs, and then Fleury totally tripped him. And he, like, fell, and then Fleury just comes by and taps him on the skate and was like, ah, nice try, kid, welcome to the league kind of thing. But Yeah. Um, Dude,
1: that would have been, I yeah, I think we're going to see something special. A lot of cool goals. Um, here's too. my question now. I mean, how many goals do you think that Bedard's going to score? I think... If I want to be... You think he's got, like, 35-plus? Yeah, you think he's gonna be that's what I was going to say. Plus?
0: 35 on the the median. I think he could... I could yeah. see him getting, like, 30. I could also see him getting 40, but that's a really high shot. Or, like, shooting for the stars there on 40 goals. But I think 35 is a good number, assuming he stays healthy. Um, yeah.
1: And I think, dude, it's. I think it's going to come down to Taylor Hall. I think if Taylor yeah. Hall has a bad year... Like, the -hmm. the Hawks are just out of, like, any...
0: Oh, yeah. The Chicago Blackhawks are not going to have any success, but I think Connor Bernard will have a lot of success. Mm -hmm. Um, I think... Yeah, I mean, with that team... I mean, you could say, yeah, he's on a bad team. He's not going to score a lot, but Eric Carlson put up 100 points with the Sharks, and the Sharks were terrible last year. So, I mean, I'm not comparing Eric Carlson to Connor Bernard by any means, but if you're a good enough offensive player... And you've got what it takes. I mean, I think I think he can do it. I don't. I think season totals. I think maybe seventy points. I know that's what ESPN's saying. I don't disagree with it. Um, I think it he's going to be a point
1: point per game easily. Um, I yeah, think he I might even crack hundred. He might even crack a hundred points. I mean, Bedard
0: hundred I, I points. Mean,
1: well, yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, no joke. I think that's that's kind okay. of my prediction for Bedard. I I think he's going to crack hundred points just because. He's going to be like their whole offense. He's going to be on their power that play. That's true. He's, he's not really, yeah. they're not really going to hold back. I think they're going to play him on the first line to start out with. I mean, we'll see tomorrow night. Um, yeah. But like def- also, they, I, yeah. I think that's going to come down to like who's around him in a way. But it's going to be really interesting yeah. to see like what Bedard is like, um, mm-hmm. you know, how he carries a team. Is he going to be like a Crosby? Is he going to be like a, a McDavid? Or is he just like, is he going to need some more help? You know, but
0: yeah.
1: I think he's going to be pretty good. I think he's going to carry them and, We'll, we'll see where he gets but yeah that's my prediction i think he's gonna at least gets 100 points i think he should get to 40 goals too just because he's got mm. such a fucking good shot like yeah i forgot who it was there's was some nhl player that said that they, uh that he was they were playing together like four or five years ago when he was like 12 or 13 mm. and they said his shot then was like unbelievable then like two years later they're like this kid shoots harder than us and like yeah. you can just see like. The world juniors, yeah. when he was in junior, like in the dub, too. Yeah. Like he was just like so fucking good. Like his shots was different was level the there. one thing yeah. that was noticeable. And mm-hmm. in my opinion, more noticeable than like McDavid or Crosby. Like his shots oh, just yeah. like unbelievable. Dude. Yeah. Rich
0: he's shot. more of a traditional like sniper. You could say, mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to be, he's going to get assists too. I think he could, I think later down the line, he's going to be a very even goals to assists kind of stat. Like when he's, yeah. Like fifty goals, fifty assists later in this uh, in his years, maybe this year we could see it. I don't know. I don't know about that, but um, yeah. Let's see. Are we doing on time? Forty minutes. Okay. Um. Let's see here. Uh. Oh, a big team here. Well, let's talk about your Calgary Flames for a minute. I know you want to get that out of the way.
1: This- dude, Calgary Flames. I'm telling you right now, man. Like, this is gonna be another make or break year for a lot of players mm-hmm. on the team. Um, Not only that, I think Huberto's got to have another bounce back year. I think he kind of had like a quiet year last year. Um, He was saying that it was his most discouraged year he's ever played hockey in his life. Um, So I think he's, you know, there's new management, new coach. Um, I really think that the Flames are potentially going to be a playoff team. Um, I like them a lot. I've seen them whenever the Flames do have a team like this, like a solid set in stone um, core roster. And they have a crappy mm-hmm. year, they usually bounce back and
0: come back potentially
1: win the division. Um, so I think it's also gonna have to come down to their goaltending. I think Markstrom's gonna have to have a way more of a bounce back year because he, I mean, the year before he was a Vesna finalist, and then last year he had I think below 0. 0.900 <laughs> save percentage. So um, yeah, you know, with the Wolf. Flames, I think they're gonna be, you know, they could potentially be a bubble team, but uh yeah, yeah Dustin Wolf is another person they could totally mm-hmm. slot in there if Markstrom's not doing good. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I do really think their decor is is very strong. Um, yeah. I think Anderson's going to lead that charge. He was kind of saying some stuff in the offseason, like, fuck all the noise. Like, we're going to show it on the ice. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I think Matthew Coronado is going to have a breakout year. I'm predicting Matthew Coronado probably has 30, year, 30 goals in him. Um, mm-hmm. He's a rookie straight out of Harvard, first-round pick. Um, really impressed during the, uh, the preseason. I think he scored a hat trick in one of the games. So he's definitely got it in them. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting where they slot him in uh, the lineup. He did make the opening night roster. So really excited to see how the flames do this year, but um, I'm really hoping they don't have another shitty year because that was painful yeah. to watch. Yeah. And yeah. they got a new captain too. So Michael Backlund. Those are new captain,
0: Michael so. Backlund. Okay. Yeah. That's not bad. Cool. Uh, cool. All right. Well, that pretty much wraps up. We'll talk about <clears throat> uh, teams at least. I'll say one thing about the sharks. I hope we suck absolute wiener this year. I hope we tank. I hope we get good picks. That's all we need. We don't have we got Will Smith who's playing BC this year, Boston College. So I'm excited for that. I'll watch I'll watch that team a little bit just to see how he does. Um but as far as the Sharks feature, I mean we're in I mean, just starting from scratch now at this point, especially since having Eric Carlson be traded. Timo Meyer at the deadline. Um, yeah. And I think Mike Greer are, uh, GM, I think he he had said he's not opposed to getting rid of some of those older players like Couture and um, if anyone will take Vlasic with his, I think he's got like a $4 million contract, um, which is yeah. insane for a defenseman or maybe it's like six, it's something crazy um, but I think with him maybe getting rid of Hurdle too just some pieces just to reset I mean you really got to reset with this team um, so I'm looking forward to watching them lose <laughs> so, so
1: i'll be watching tough, everyone else man. though that's yeah. tough that's
0: tough that's tough but it's part of the part of the process and yeah in five years it'll be worth it so i'm not too upset um but yeah uh we talked about Bedard, Bedard a little bit now let's talk about fantilly did you see him get lit up by matt oh no i not Matt shane uh tj oshi
1: yeah i did preseason? Dude, i think yeah yeah i think fantilli has got it in him to have a really good year um oh, yeah. yeah it's gonna be interesting to see how he you know how he does. I think it's Columbus is going to be a very like intriguing team to watch this season after yeah. their off season drama. Um, not only yeah. Fantilli, but I think Gaudreau has got to step up a lot. Gaudreau had mm-hmm. like the, the lowest point total I think he's ever had in his career last year. Um, you know, with that given he was on a new team. Um, yeah. But, you know, with Fantilli, I think he'd probably be playing on a line with Fantilli and um, Gaudreau is one of those players. Like if you put him on a lot of like, with a good player like Kachuk or like with yeah. Lindholm or who had, mm-hmm. like Monahan, even back in the day, yeah. um, you know, he's, he's really going to you know, step up their play. And yeah. only that I think, that, I really, think Fantilli yeah. had like 60 something points uh, in 30 something games like with Michigan. So he's oh, with Michigan, he's yeah. be really good.
0: No, I think he's going to be a great, I think he got definitely overlooked just by the fact that um, Bedard was this, um, this year's draft number one pick. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, even though he got picked third, which was controversial, but <clears throat> I think Lil Carlson's another rookie that could do some, I don't know that he'll play right away. I'm not sure how that's working with his,
1: I think his he... contract and stuff. So, yeah, I think he's going to be playing this year. Cause Is he? Okay. supposedly on Instagram, he like today, he, or yesterday, um, he said that, uh, you know, goodbye to his Swedish team. He's going to be uh, playing here. Basically. Thanks for the good three cool. years. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm gonna be really excited to see him play, and you know he's a second yeah. second overall pick. So, yeah. um, a lot of good rookies. I'm fucking stoked mm-hmm. for the rookie class this year, yeah. dude. Like Logan, this Cooley, rookie class is him. insane. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Fantilli, of course, Bedard. Then I mean, you can Luke even throw, I think Luke Hughes is going to be technically a rookie, and then yeah, like, he will because he only had like Calgary too.
0: three years he played. Uh, Matthew Nyes is another rookie for correct. Yeah, Toronto. Um. Yeah. There's a lot. Uh. Let's see. Also, Slavkov- Slavkovsky. Is that yeah. the guy from Montreal?
1: Yeah. I'm very Teddy's interested man. to see yeah. how he does. So, yeah. Cause like shit, how many points did he even get last year? He did not have that good. That's a the year. thing. I don't know if
0: he's considered a rookie this year. Um. I don't know how many play. If if you play like no, a certain amount, he's not. He's not. Okay. Slavkovsky.
1: But you know, it's just a. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like he's almost reminded me of Lafreniere, um, just kind of like not yeah. as good as people thought. Um Yeah, last yeah. year, pulling up his EP right now, Uh he only yeah. scored ten fucking points in thirty nine go- games. So that's pretty that's yeah. pretty rough for a it's first tough. overall a draft pick. You also,
0: that I mean, I think just that draft class of those COVID years, I think has just been tough. I mean, yeah. Yeah, Alexi Lafreniere. Which I mean, we'll see how he does this year. I think this is one of his make or break seasons. one um, I mean, he's now
1: he's what, definitely 24? on the hot seat, dude. I think. Yeah, I think he might get traded if he doesn't have a good year with with the Rangers. The Rangers will probably get a decent haul for him too. But he's got it. He's yeah. got to start over somewhere new if he he has another yeah. bad year again. Yeah. Um, Slavkowski is sure. going to be interesting to see. I mean, he could. Just given his size and he's only nineteen years old too. Like I feel like yeah, that's something young, like yeah. a lot of people aren't considering, but he uh Yeah, last year I think know. yeah.
0: I think with it's hard because like you see Bedard and you're like, Oh, this kid's gonna do great at eighteen. He's gonna possibly crack a hundred points kind of thing. Where this guy I just don't think that's I just don't think that draft class was as strong. I mean, I think he's got a couple years to develop, mm-hmm. but I mean yeah, I think he's still a good um He's a good player. We'll see how he does this year. Um, Let's see another. Ooh, Hughes brothers. I'm excited to watch uh, Jack and Luke play together. This season is just going to be, I don't know, something totally different. Uh, Not totally different, but to have that, like, brother dynamic with these two, like, super, I mean, I'm trying to think the last, like, I mean, I guess you could say the Stahl brothers are kind of close to the Hughes brothers with, there's, like, three of them. Yeah. Yeah, the Skull um, brothers
1: were definitely like the the last group of brothers that went through the league and did, did really something. well.
0: Yeah, um, also the Sadine sisters. Uh, those two, <laughs> they were those are like the last two. Like, I guess those are twins. They're a little bit different, but <clears throat> like brothers that played always together. So we'll see how these two do. Um, but I am excited to watch them play.
1: Dude, Sadine um, twins, like I feel like are like not talked about enough because it's like they're identical twins. Like, h- how yeah. often do you get that in sports? Yeah. Like, one identical twins, but then two like they're fucking superstars both. Of them.
0: Yeah, like, and both drafted of them, on like... the same team. I think Vancouver did some. This is, I think they. I was really little when this happened, so I don't know exactly what happened when they were drafted. But I think Vancouver did some. Manipu- not manipulating, but like trades to make sure that they're on the same team together. Um, I don't remember why. Yeah, Maybe we can get into that and man. do some research. But um, another one, we talked about this on settle down. but Patty Kane, we'll see where he ends up. Um, mm-hmm. is he, I don't know how his contract's working. I keep seeing stuff that he's just not playing with the Rangers this season and that he's hurt. And then I've also seen stuff where he could just sign with a team and start playing with them. So... I don't know how that whole situation's going. Um, he's Got to
1: go to Buffalo, man. I think he's he's got it. Yeah. I think if he goes to Buffalo, like Buffalo could potentially win uh, the Atlantic. Like, yeah, but Toronto's in that 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 division. Too, yeah, so I think Toronto kind
0: of the they to could to, get two. Go I think they would lock into two. Um yeah. assuming the hey, Leafs don't. But with don't.
1: Patty Kane, though, I mean that's that's yeah. adding some crazy, some crazy, crazy players talent to, uh, and
0: there. leader. I don't know how he is as a leader, though. Like, I mean, I've always seen Patty Kane as a assistant captain. I've never seen him as the captain, so. Yeah. But I think adding him to Buffalo would change their team like crazy. Yeah. I mean, they're such, already... Such good talent. They're and my team this year team. that I'm going to watch. Yeah. The Sabres are a big team I'll probably <clears throat> watch the most of just because they're so fun to watch. Yeah. Um, Tage Thompson is probably one of my favorite players that are... On the younger side, as at this point, um, let's see what else on here. Eric Carlson with the Penguins.
1: Yeah, very. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah, he does.
0: I'm curious to see how that graveyard of a team does, and just see how they all mesh together. I mean, I think it's like Dude, it's one, be one be last push.
1: Fucking team in the league, right? Yeah,
0: especially their stars. I mean, I guess they got Jake Gensel. Yeah. Um, He's a little bit younger. But, I mean, most of their players, what, Malkin, Crosby, Latang, and now Carlson, who are all over 30, as their big-name players. Um,
1: yeah, so their average age is 31.1 years old. Oh, I believe they are the, the oldest, oldest team. In the I think
0: league. Boston was last year, maybe. I know they were up there in age. Um, so, yeah. who knows? Maybe we'll One see another. Them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think... Oh, another one here, McDavid and Leon. We'll see this year. I know, <clears throat> at least on the Yahoo Fantasy thing, they were saying that Leon, or at least McDavid, was going to get one hundred and fifty points again. Do you think that's something that's realistic? Him getting that high of points dude, again,
1: dude. Yes, but like, also, that's just like that's you know one of the highest point totals anyone's put up since the nineties. So yeah. I feel like that might be really hard to repeat. Um, it's also
0: mcdavid though
1: it is also mcdavid um so. but i like yeah like i feel like defense like defense like nhl defenses don't know how to like play defense against yeah. him just because he's like that good that fast yeah. um dry is such a good like one-two punch with him too like they're mm-hmm. just gonna be racking up assists and goals like shit yeah. dude you and i both saw it like in the fantasy drafts it's like <laughs> yeah. those two are that at the cool. top just because yeah. like they produce so much together yeah but, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how that like translates to, you know, the Oilers' success. Like, because they yeah. take up such a big like chunk of their cap space. Um, not only that, like they are just very offensive. So, if they can like get more of the defensive side into it, that might lower their point production. Um, but I don't think I think he's going to be under 150 points this year. Um, is he going to win the Art Ross? Probably, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I Unless see him... there's an injury,
1: I could see an injury hit yeah. happening to Drysaddle or McDavid. Yeah, I'm um, not going to. I think that would be brutal to see. Yeah, but that would be
0: yeah, I don't wish that on him at all. Um, But I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to say that he's not going to hit 150, but he also, who knows, he could hit 160 this year. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. The NHL is so different. But I mean, you could look at Gretzky's stats, and he didn't. I mean, he's only, I mean, McDavid's 26, so it's like, I don't know. And like you said, the defense around the NHL just don't know how to stop him.
1: Dude, yeah. They...
0: I just don't really see him letting off the gas anytime soon, unless it's maybe to win a cup, because I think that's his biggest thing at this point. Mm-hmm. With him being 26, about to be 27, it's like, all right, dude, you got to get a cup now. Like, I want to see it. Just I don't really like Edmonton, but for McDavid, like he—he he was one of the players that when he was in that draft, I remember watching all the videos, hoping the Sharks were going to get him. And then the same thing happened as it did this year, um, with Bedard, and I don't know—he's just too good of a talent to not have that cup over his head. Um, yeah, one hundred hater, even though he is on Edmonton, but. I don't know. I think
1: I I have like a love-hate relationship with him because I love him because he's the best player in the league. He's fun to watch. He's fun to watch, yeah. Incredible. If you've ever seen him in person, it is incredible. He's the fastest player on the ice, most skilled player, and you can see it like – from the fucking bleachers if you're if you're yeah. sitting th- you know the nose mm-hmm. bleeds up there. Yeah. Um you know he is uh he's he's a great player but obviously he plays for the Oilers so it's hard for me yeah. to cheer for him. And, yeah. yeah. Um it would it would that. it would it would break my heart if the Oilers yeah. win a cup but at yeah. the same time you know he is such a good player he probably is he's got to win a cup sometime in his yeah. career and yeah, I just don't know if it's going to be this season though to be honest.
0: Yeah there's a lot of good teams it's tough but I think they they're gonna to have to. We'll see. Okay, so we're gonna jump into predictions now. Um, we're almost at the hour mark. So with here, we're gonna do a little prediction of who's gonna win each division, and then we'll go into a little bit of our too early of the Stanley Cup, just playoffs to see um, what we think at this point. So for the Atlantic, I think Gally and I both have the same one here, but I think we're gonna go with Toronto. Yeah, um, I think they I have think- it pretty locked, unless. They choke somehow.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. I I just think like Austin Matthews is going to turn it up another notch this season. Yeah. Um. I really, I mean, he's probably my favorite for having the most goals in the the whole league this year. Oh yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. But just having that that added layer of like protection with Bertuzzi and R- Ryan Reeves and Domi on their team, um. Yeah. I don't think you know players are going to be fucking with them as much. I'm not saying you know they're not tough, um. But I did think that like kind of held back Matthews and Marner. Um, yeah. At times, and that like added level of like meanness to their team is just going to bring them up another notch. I think Toronto's yeah. like the the Atlantic is Toronto's to win. Yeah. Um, they're the team to be in the Atlantic this year, and um, it's you know it's going to be interesting to see because you know you still do have Tampa Bay in there as well. They're still a very mm-hmm. solid team. They still have that in a way same core group of guys that won the cup a few years ago. Yeah. Um, but Vasilevsky's a that's a tough. That's a tough pill yeah. to swallow for their team.
0: He's hurt right now, right?
1: Yeah, I think 2 to 3 months I want to say. Ooh, yeah, or actually, tough. I think it was 8 to 10 weeks, pardon me.
0: Okay. Okay. Um Metro, let's see. I think we might have different
1: Yeah, so my right Metro there. prediction is the Devils. I think the okay. Devils really got it in them. Um I do think like their goaltending is one of their weaknesses. Um but yeah, I I seriously think that they just like are the strongest team within that division. Most well put together team as well. They got a lot of good young talent, um, and you know I think that you know the the addition of Luke Hughes is is going to be huge for them. And Tyler Toffoli, yeah. I think those yeah. both those Tough players are just like one. yeah. One, you know, I think Toffoli is going to bring the offense that they might need in their second and third line. Um, but you know, I think Luke Hughes is going to be one of their best defensemen on the like in the division and on their team this year. Um, mm-hmm. he's, he's really going to step it up. Dude, the Hughes brothers could be, you know, something else They're They're yeah. going to be some, a fun group of players to watch this no, year. Are. Um, yeah, I, I 100% think that, uh, the, the devil's got it in.
0: Yeah. I think this, this season going to be a fun one to watch just with all those teams. Um, my Metro, I think I'm going to go with Carolina. Okay. I think, <clears throat> what I think, I think they won it last year. Um, and I think they'll do it again. I don't, Think that they've really lost any key pieces. They haven't really gained a whole lot either. But I think just overall, I think the Hurricanes going to do it again. Um, I don't think it's going to translate in the playoffs, though. Um, I just think they—I don't know—they're just missing something. I feel like they just keep kind of choking, not choking, but just getting stopped at a certain point. It's always like the third round. It seems like yeah, um, something's always happened. So, um, but yeah, uh, for Central. I think we have a different one here too what's your who's your central
1: yeah i'm thinking dallas has got it um okay, we have yeah, the same i one. think they're they're up and coming i think it's either going to be dallas or, or colorado but yeah um i think dallas just does have the edge um just in terms of you know one their their offense is just incredible and then their goalie i think they do have the edge on goaltending even though Gagorev is pretty pretty damn good as well yeah um but i just think they're hungry man i think they're gonna get back in the playoffs this year mm-hmm um they they had a pretty deep run you know the past few years and yeah. um you know i i think it's going to be a toss up between dallas or colorado and i feel like everyone's probably saying that about the division but yeah. um i think dallas is probably going to come out on top and um i could see them maybe not being on top of the division for the first half of the season but i think in the second half of the season they're really going to i
0: can
1: you know, see that put shit get shit together
0: yeah i think i think colorado to start will be leading the central but yeah i think the stars overall as a team, I don't think it's anything to do with skill. I think Colorado has a great team. Yeah, I think it's just a feeling I have. I guess. Um, yeah,
1: I feel like it's like it's it's such yeah. a toss up between those two teams. Yeah. I mean, I would be surprised if it's someone else. But I mean, you know, you, we got Minnesota. They could sneak in there. That's really the only other person I see. Yeah. Maybe Winnipeg. Yeah. That would be fucking insane if Winnipeg yeah. came out of last. I think field Winnipeg's going to be another
0: wild card team. I think it'll honestly be the same as. Last year, similar to last year, um, the playoffs, at least in the <clears throat> in the Central. Uh, okay, so for Pacific, I know we have different opinions here. Who's your Pacific pick?
1: Yeah, so my Pacific pick, Calgary Flames, bring it at home, baby. <laughs> like I said, you yeah. know, when we do have like an off year, um, yeah. there's a lot of switchups, and I really think they got it in them to to win the Pacific. It's going to really depend on the Knights, how the Knights do. I just don't see the Knights having another bounce back season like last year. Um, They always prove people wrong with that, but um, I just, I don't see the Knights being as dominant as they were last year. I feel like teams may figure them out this year. Um, Besides that, you know, it's, they're going to have to get over Edmonton too, but um, you know, with Calgary, they got a new team or they got a new front office. They got a new coaching staff as well. Yeah. Um, They got a pretty young group of players. I think it's really going to depend on their like core group. I think Huberto is going to have to step it up. He's going to have to get back up to his point production level that he had the season before um, last season. And I think Qadri is also going to have to step up, but there's going to have to be some younger players too. Um, you know, I think Jacob Peltier really sucks that he's out, but I think Adam Rzika, um and Matt, Matthew Coronado, I think if they can slot in in the second line, I think that, you know, the Flames are going to be looking really good this year. Um, Not only that, I think they have probably the strongest goaltending within the division when the goalies are on top. So, um, yeah, I really, really like the Flames this year in terms of winning the division, at least. Will they make it far in the playoffs? Probably not. They might just get a first round exit, fucking usual Flames, second round exit too. Um, But yeah, that's my prediction for the Pacific.
0: Okay, yeah, I think for Pacific, for me, it's a toss up between Vegas and Edmonton. I think Vegas does it though. Um, I just I don't think that they win the cup this year, but I think Vegas is another team where they didn't really lose a whole lot. I think the biggest question mark for the Knights is their goaltending. I do not believe Aiden Hill is going to repeat. I mean, he it's hard to repeat anything, but like he had a great playoff run and that's what it takes to win a Stanley Cup. Obviously, Mm -hmm. we saw that with the Panthers where LeBroski just turned everything on, and all of a sudden, they beat Boston, and then they run through Toronto, then they run through Carolina, and then by the time Vegas comes around, then it's just like everyone's banged up and hurt. They just didn't have... They just got beat up. So I think for Aiden Hill to repeat that is going to be tough. Mm -hmm. 100%. But I think as a team, I think that they're still really solid. So I'm having them win the Pacific. Um,
1: okay.
0: And our next thing is the President's Trophy. They're also my pick for President's Trophy. My reasoning behind that is so that nice. I am jinxing them right now <laughs> with the President's Trophy curse, so they get knocked out of the playoffs. So.
1: Yeah, um, I'm thinking New Jersey is going to win the President's Trophy. I think they, okay. they just they they got it, and then they had a really good yeah. year last year with a young roster. Um, mm-hmm. This year, they're really going to turn it up a notch, um, yeah. and that that curse could follow them into the playoffs, and they yeah. might not go very far either. But uh, yeah. yeah, I think New Jersey is just like within their division they're playing in. Um, you know, they got a, they got a lot of potential to beat a lot of those teams, but pick up
0: yeah, a lot of points those, as well.
1: Yeah. Um, so, another question, I guess, what would you say the weakest division in the NHL is right now?
0: Uh, Pacific probably or Central. I think both East Coasts. Well. I, okay, yeah, Atlantic. <laughs> yeah, I think Pacific because, like, I think it's who's in that. I would say Edmonton, Vegas, Calgary, which is oh, well, also the Kings too. But everything after that,
1: barely, barely talk, touched on the Kings either. Yeah,
0: fuck the Kings. Um, <laughs> not really, but um, <laughs> I think I think the Kings. That's another. I think those four teams are going to be in the playoffs. Um, everything outside of that, though, I mean. I guess we'll see how the ducks do, but, I mean, I don't know. The sharks are god awful. Um, I guess the Canucks are pretty good too. What about Central? We've
1: They're all kind Cavs. of just like bubble teams. Like same with Seattle. Yeah. Like a Seattle, Seattle to Repeat what they did last year. Like Seattle had a hell of a like season last year and going into the playoffs, but yeah, um, that's I just feel like that that success. It just seems like kind of an inconsistent thing from my perspective. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's tough. I would say weakest. Damn, that is hard.
1: I'd probably I'm say Pacific, go with the Pacific right now. Yeah. Or potentially the Metro. Um, yeah, just the Metro's a good one, too. The Metro. There's just a lot of, I mean, like those teams that used to be powerhouses like Pittsburgh and Washington, they're so fucking old now. That's true. Know? Yeah. Um, and the Flyers so are there, too. It is going to be, yeah. And the Islanders and the Blue Jackets. Um, oh, I really okay. don't think the Rangers it's are going to have as metro. much it's of a metro. good year either. Yeah, yeah, I'd say it's either Metro or Pacific. I'm still <laughs> yeah. leaning Pacific just because, yeah. like, compared to last year, I mean, holy yeah. shit, those teams. Pacific last year were bad, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> Yeah. absolutely I agree. fire.
0: Who's your, oh yeah, you said President's Trophy. Okay, so for Stanley Cup then, who do you think is in Stanley Cup Finals? playoffs? <sighs> See,
1: I'm saying Toronto versus Dallas, Hmm. and I'm saying Dallas takes it.
0: Okay. Dallas with. Or I'd say
1: Toronto versus Colorado, and then Colorado takes it.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think this is a bold prediction because I think... Okay, this would be really fun to see. I think this would be... Compared to last year, whatever you want to think about it, I think last year's Stanley Cup playoff was really boring, the finals. I think everything before that, I think the first round was amazing. That was the best... First round of hockey I think I've seen in a long time. Just in terms of all the games and stuff, I think the finals were a bit boring, obviously with Vegas pretty much just beating up the Panthers the whole series. But this season I think would be really fun with Edmonton versus Toronto. You have Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid going head-to-head for a Stanley Cup. For both teams that are... I mean, Toronto's cursed. They haven't won since the 60s. Oilers haven't won since, what, Gretzky or Messier?
1: eighties and they're both yeah. Canadian teams. That would be pretty Canadian teams? sweet to yeah. see two Canadian teams in the finals. Yeah. But that's I just
0: think it'd be a lot of fun to have two of the best players go toe to toe. And
1: that would be good for NHL marketing too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I'm kind of willing it out there for them, hopefully um they would sell the hell out of that that series. Um I think it'd be a lot of fun to watch. So that's what I'm hoping who's, and I think Edmonton would take it, that though? over Toronto.
1: Oh, okay. Edmonton. Edmonton over Toronto. Yeah. I
0: She's think Toronto <laughs>
1: We both have Toronto yeah. and we're just yeah, in the
0: yeah. Like, I just it's hard to with a curse, it's hard to get past that and not just remember that and be like, oh, they haven't won since then. And there's choke, you know, so
1: see, I'm it's thinking tough. like Toronto is gonna have a deep run in the playoffs this year, but then I mean, we, I don't think they got it in them to win it. I think potentially next two or three years, they could probably win it. But if they have a deep run this year, I think that's going to get a lot of playoff experience for their team and um, they're going to be hungry for a cup rather than hungry for making it past the first round.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think my reasoning for Edmonton, or at least a big one, I think after last year, McDavid losing like that, um, I think that's just a real shitty way to lose, especially in the second round. Um, So I think he just comes back and I think we see a different player if that's even possible. But so maybe I think his points maybe come back a little bit and it's more focused on winning, but he's also their offense. So then winning would mean he's got to score points. So could go either way, but that's my reasoning for Edmonton. I think Connor McDavid is going to come out and just be insane. So, uh, next up is our predictions for the awards. Um, we're just going to give not all of them, just the bigger ones. We're going to give off the Hart, the Norris, the Calder, the Rocket, and the Vesna. So, who is your pick? I think you already said it, but who's your pick for the
1: Hart? Uh, Nathan McKinnon. I think he's going to have a hell of a year. I think he's going to be up there with McDavid in points. Um, you know, having, I think, missing Branton in last year was really tough for him. And I think, shit, Landis too too, was, was out last year um you know i think those two players being back are gonna bring a lot more point production to mckinnon uh, especially on the power play um but i think mckinnon's just hungry dude i i think he's such a competitor he really reminds me of crosby his leadership style and i just i really think that he's got it in him to turn it up one more notch and Mm -hmm. um you know i think he's one gritty fast skilled great shot i think he's got it this year and uh it's gonna kind of I think it's gonna come down to like if McDavid can repeat last year too,
0: yeah. But no, I think McKinnon's my
1: pick. That's just what I got. I gut feeling, but gut obviously feeling? Okay. McDavid's like fucking favored. So yeah.
0: he's my he's my pick as a safe prediction. Um, <laughs> nice. For the heart, it's it's just hard to <clears throat> to, bet, <clears throat> to bet against him. So uh, actually, in our fantasy league, I picked Kachuk ahead of McKinnon. So. My reasoning for that, one, our or our league gives points to hits. Um so it's a little bit different with like our point Definitely. system and stuff. But my thing with McKinnon is he does get hurt a lot. So if he can stay healthy, I think he's not a bad choice for Hart. Mm-hmm. It's just if he can stay healthy. Um and that's why I didn't pick him for fantasy at what was I three or f- I think I was fourth. No, third pick. Um and I didn't want Pasternak because I didn't think he was gonna repeat last year but um, yeah my pick for Hart is McDavid uh, for Norris I have Kale McCarr winning I think we talked about this a little earlier off screen but last year he played I want to say 60 games and had 66 points mm-hmm. um, I think with him being hurt last year obviously and I mean Eric Carlson getting 100 points as a defenseman obviously you're going to give that Norris to him um, but I think Kale and Colorado are going to have a big year and I think he's going to be part of that, which I think gives him that lead in the Norris contention.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a solid pick. I think Rasmus Dolan has is, is got it. That's a good one. He, uh, he's yeah. coming off of a, signing a huge contract. Yep. Um, he's really been quarterbacking the Sabres power play. Um, not only that, he's just been really upping his production season to season. I think this is his season to win it. Um, yeah. He's in his prime right now. I think the Sabres are going to have a really solid team too. Uh Um, but I I'd say Rasmussen Stalin is probably my pick. Kale McCarr is a very good pick, safe pick as well. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, that's, that's my, that's who I got for the Norris.
0: Okay, cool. Awesome. All right. This one, I think we've both got this one, but the Calder I'm saying Bedard, um, assuming he stays healthy (laughs) again. Yeah. Like we said, there's a lot of good rookies, but I think he is the, Front runner and for me, I think he just he's gotta have he's gotta win it. Um all the hype he has. Um I think there's a lot of good rookies that can give him a run for his money. I don't think he has it locked in, but I think he can do it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's gotta be Bedard too. Like I said, I have very high hopes for him. I think he's potentially gonna crack a hundred points. Yeah. Um really gonna have to come down to like who's around him, but that might not even matter. He might be that good that doesn't matter who's around him. He might just be that big of a stud. Um, Not only that, um, you know, I think he is, one, a very natural leader. People, Mm -hmm. I think the whole media saw how upset he was getting about preseason losses, um, which was kind of funny to me, but also showed just how much of a gamer he is. Um, But I, I think he's got that. I think Dark Horse, though, or, you know, second, I'd probably say, like, Logan Cooley's, like, up there. Um, you know, Luke Hughes is another person up there and
0: potentially Fantilli.
1: maybe Fantilli. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think that, uh, I think, I, I think Luke Hughes has got a little, little bit more yeah. than Fantilli at least.
0: I think Badar's just going to wipe them kind of out of the water. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think his talent, as much as people want to say, I just, I like he's very NHL ready. And I think he's, if anything, more than NHL ready. Um, I think he's better than probably seventy percent of the league. I think.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I maybe think not uh,
0: defensively, but just skill wise, I think he's better than seventy, almost eighty percent of the league.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. And I just think he's another gener- generational player. Yeah. And I think Calder, he's got it in the bag. I I don't even know the odds for him to uh, to win the Calder, but. I'm sure he's the favorite, probably like minus 150, minus 200 or something.
0: Yeah. It's probably not great odds if you're betting on him. Okay. So for the Rocket, I think we both have the same one here. I know last year he had not so good of a year, but I think Matthews this year, Austin Matthews is going to be my pick. I think it's yours too. Um, Yeah. For the Rocket, how many points do you think, or how many goals do you think he scores?
1: Dude, I think he's cracked in 60, 60 goals this year. I think 60? he's uh, yeah. he's got it in him. I think he's bouncing back from a not so good season last year. Yeah, he um, had a hand
0: injury too, so it's like that's tough. Yeah, to...
1: but I, I just think with like the the grit that Toronto has, it's going to open up mm-hmm. a lot more ice for him. Yeah. Um, but not only that, you know, he's just he's such a good sh- shooter. Like he's yeah. got it in him to get sixty goals. I believe yeah. he's done it before. Yeah, um, he,
0: so. when he won it two seasons ago. He didn't last year. Obviously, McDavid. The year before that was him, though. He had sixty goals. McDavid, mm-hmm. though, this last year had sixty three goals. Wow. So I think Matthews might have to score sixty five because McDavid could be up there again. And with maybe he's not sixty three, but he could still get over fifty goals. Yeah, one hundred percent. So who knows? But yeah, I think I think Matthews got it this year. Um, I think yeah. I'm gonna say sixty five goals to be exact. Um, okay. okay, I'm saying i have
1: seen 66. I'm one up you one. 66.
0: More. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, um, well, okay. So for Vesna now, my pick for this Vesna Trophy winner this year is going to be Ottinger. I think Jake is going to have a big year. Um, I have them winning the Central, so I think he's got enough odds or enough. What's it called? Potential to be winning the Vesna this year. Um, I think he just he's new. I want someone new other than Shosturkin or Sorokin or Vasil'evsky. I want some new blood. I think Jake Ottinger is a perfect candidate for that. What about you?
1: Yeah, I think Ottinger is a great pick. Um, gonna be a little bit biased on this one. Jacob Markstrom, though, I think Jacob Markstrom's got. He was a Vesna finalist two years ago. Mm. Um, and I think he's yeah. he's he's bound to have a good year this year. So um you know i think he could really carry the flames as well potentially even to winning a division for them um if he does really step up his play and played like he has in the past i mean yeah. i see a lot of goalies have one off year and then the next year they're just absolutely lights out so yeah that's my prediction very very bold prediction yeah. um that's but, what we're you know, here it, for it, make to... it, yeah it could definitely yeah. be just or one of those guys as well but uh yeah. um you know, I I do like onger though. That's a that's a yeah. solid pick. But I didn't put too, too much up. thought into Vesna, but you know, I'm going yeah. with, with Markstrom. <laughs> yeah,
0: Markstrom. Yeah, I think those are two solid um like not so cut like it's not very obvious. Like maybe if we said Shisterki, it'd be like, okay, yeah. Sure, I'm yeah. sure he would win. These two I think these guys have a chance to be kind of shock the league a little bit. Um yeah. get them their Vesna. But Cool. All right. Next, we are moving into our Pick'Em. So this is kind of something different we'll be doing with this show. <clears throat> At the end, we'll do a little Pick'Em. We'll pick a couple games out of the week. Um, Gally, I know, is a big sports better. I do it sometimes. Um, I do want to have our friend Zuch on here for this part especially because this guy, um, I don't know if you ever met him, but he is... I, I always call him Nostradamus because... We'll be watching, save Boise State, for example, he'll say something and it happens. So he'll be like, watch, this is where San Jose State gets a first down. And then I always be like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, it's going to happen now. And they go down and score um, or get a first down or something like that. So he's did that throughout the playoffs. He had an amazing sports betting record. He, I think, ended with like $1,800 in his account Damn. at the end of the playoffs. Yeah. He, That's wild. he has, yeah, he was betting. It was like kind of low, like $25, twenty five, twenty dollar bets. And then I think by the third round and the Stanley Cup Finals, he was betting like two hundred dollars per game and got. If not, uh, okay. Here's a good way to put it in perspective. So <laughs> we went to we had tickets to go to Game Four, Vegas versus Stars. We bought flights, the game tickets. It's game. It was Game Five, so it was in Vegas. And he was betting on the Knights to win. He bet the first game, bet their. He had, he would always do like bet the over under and then the money line. So he would do Vegas over under six. So he'd say six. And then, so the first three games, he got every single one of them correct. I was like, Zach, for the love of God, please just don't (laughs) bet on game four because I really want to go to this game. He didn't bet in the Stars one game four. And then. Every time I follow his bet, so then game five, I did exactly what he did, and we bet like Vegas to win over six and a half. And then Vegas lost game five. So I think he'd be fun to do it with. Um, he loves hockey too, but...
1: Dude, yeah, let's get him on here for the pick em. <laughs> What we'll do,
0: yeah. What we'll do this time, we're going to do the first games. That'll be tonight, Tuesday. Um, all right, so what we'll do is I'll give the different lines for money line spread and over under. And you just got to pick one of those uh, six options. So you can pick a certain, you can pick the over of the game, the under of the game or the money line spread. Uh, but we're not just going to do a straight out. Like I think Chicago's going to win. We're going to do a little bit different. So for Chicago, they are plus 195. Pittsburgh is minus 250 for the money line. The spread has Pittsburgh winning by a goal and a half. And the over-under is six and a half. So what is your pick for that game?
1: I am loving and I'm smashing over six and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just think both of these goalies, Mrazek and Jerry, I think there's there's probably going to be four or five goals within the first period, in my opinion. I think it's going to be yeah. a high-scoring game. I think we're going to see mm-hmm. Bedard score as well. That's another one oh, yeah. of my picks that I'd, I'd throw out there. Um, mm-hmm. very good prop he's plus 195 for Bedard first goal he's I mean to be honest like he's a such a generational talent he's got to score he's got to score his first yeah. game um, yeah. so like out of that game those you know obviously the over I think is is very good over six and a half totally could see that heading by the third period uh, but not only that I think Bedard's gonna score his first goal too
0: yeah I like that over six and a half a lot um, so I'm going to go with you on that one too. That was my pick. I'm going over six and a half. I think, yeah, like you said, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Um, I think it could be like a five, three kind of game or something like mm-hmm. that. Maybe four, three even. Um, But yeah, I'd like to go on the over on that. And I think my prediction for Bedard though, I don't think he scores his first night. I just have this feeling because everyone's going to have his eyes on the TV. I just don't think he's going to score that night. I do think he's going to score Wednesday against Boston. So okay, we'll see who's right on that next week. But my guess Definitely. is that he's going to be uh, scoring his first goal against Boston. Cool. All right. So the next one is Nashville Predators versus Tampa Bay. It's the first game. It's at 3.30 p.m., which is awesome. I actually love that. Uh, I'll watch that while I'm at work. Um, have it on TV. But so for that game, Nashville is the underdog with a plus 135 money line, and Tampa Bay is minus 160. Mm -hmm. Uh, The spread is a goal and a half for the Lightning. Then the over-under is also six and a half for that game. What are your thoughts
1: on that? I'm really liking uh, Tampa Bay money line, Um, just because I don't really think Nashville has as good Mm -hmm. of a team on paper um, versus the Lightning. However, there Mm -hmm. is going to be some goaltending troubles with the Lightning in the next couple months. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's something to keep an eye on. I think, you know, the over would be something safe to bet in this game. Um, but I also see it kind of going, like, I feel like everyone's looking at this game. And it's like, it's going to be the over. I think Saros is going to play lights out. I honestly think, yeah. uh, Joe, Johanneson is his name. He's going to play pretty well as well. I mean, it's, he's getting thrown right into the spotlight opening night. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I just see the Tampa Bay lightning taken that home. They're usually very strong at home. Um and versus the Preds, I just I think they got it opening night.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I wanna go under six and a half, but I just don't know. Sometimes the over under on these games are really tough because you could get a one-one game or a two one game. Yeah. And then sometimes I mean it's really I don't know. I'm gonna go under six and a half though. That's my final okay. Final choice. Under six and a half. Okay. Um I think it's like a three two kind of game. I think it's gonna be high scoring. It might be a little bit of a nail biter at the end if someone's able to tie it up. But I think the the under six and a half is my pick for that. Definitely. For this one, next one on the night, I think this is the night game. So Nashville and Tampa Bay play at 3.30 on Wednesday. Oh, sorry, 5.30 Eastern time. We'll just do it for that. 5.30 Eastern time. And then eight o'clock Eastern, I believe is Chicago and Pittsburgh. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I want to say the Kraken one's probably like nine or ten. So that's the night game. Yeah. Uh, Kraken versus Knights. Uh so Kraken are plus one forty five money line. Knights with minus one seventy five. And the spread is a goal and a half for the knights as well. Over under on that game is six. Straight up six.
1: I'm really liking plus one and a half uh for the Kraken. The kraken. i think the kraken are going to come out swinging i love that these are the two expansion teams past previous yeah. expansion yeah. teams too i think that's funny um mm-hmm. you would have told us to someone five years ago they would have been like who the fuck are those teams you know yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah but uh shit maybe not five years ago i think shit the Knights been in, in the league for They're five 20, years now yeah i think 2018 right 2018 yeah geez yeah. so seven years ago five... if you
0: told someone yeah i know yeah
1: 2018 <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> five years ago that's crazy yeah um but uh, yeah, I really like the Kraken in this game, plus one and a half. Um, I think Grubauer is just going to be the better goalie. Um, I mm. could see it being a one goal game, but yeah, I am thinking, uh, you know, I'm thinking the Kraken are going to keep that within one and a half goals. I could see this game also go into OT. That's a very bold bet to throw on, but yeah, um, I think it's going to be a pretty close game.
0: Okay, yeah, I like that. So, Kraken plus one and a half and maybe throw in a side bet of it going to overtime because that could be interesting. Um, that six over under is tough. Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be tough. I think that game is going to be the Knights game to win because they're at home. It's, they're going to do their Stanley Cup ceremony with yeah. the ring, the everything about it. I think they're going to win that game. Um, I do think it's going to be close. So I'm also going to ride that with you, that plus one and a half for Kraken. Right I don't on. think the Knights are going to win by two. I think they're going to win by one. I think it's going to be a close game. It's going to be electric there, I think. Um, but yeah, I'm going to say that one and
1: a half. Right on. Yeah. Cool. I, I, I really <laughs> like that one and a half spread. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Glad you too. All right. Well, that wraps it up, at least for this one game. We're going to try that out, see how that was like. I like that a lot. Uh, we'll probably do yeah. that more towards the end of our future episodes, but that wraps up for everything we've got to say here. Um, we've got a big fun week of hockey this weekend. Um, I'm actually going to be in Nashville this weekend, so I won't really be able to watch a whole lot, um, but I will it's see a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, there's a chance I do go to that Thursday game, Nashville versus uh, Kraken actually, which would be kind mm-hmm. of a fun game to go to. Um, so we'll see. Maybe I'll go to that, but. Other than that, Dude, though, have, this is, have
1: fun. Nashville is yeah. such a good time. I love that place. No, it is.
0: I've never had a bad time there. I think I've been there. This will be my fourth time there now. Uh, we're actually going to Knoxville on the weekend to see University of Tennessee play A and M. Dude, hell yeah! So we're gonna have a weekend for ourselves. So it'll be a lot of fun. But we'll be back next week uh, to wrap up. Kind of, we'll probably go through some of the games, some stuff that we saw. Um, everything like that, but um, yeah, I think that's all we have for you guys. Um, stay tuned here. This will be will be on the Settle Down YouTube. Um, probably come out. Try to be on Tuesdays when it comes out. Uh, mm-hmm. Next week might be a little bit tough. Uh, and hockey is kind of a different breed where some of the other sports, you kind of like football has to be out by Thursday the next week and some of that stuff. So this will kind of be whenever, but uh other than that thanks everybody for listening um me and Gally, we're going to be doing this we'll have other people on as well to kind of talk more hockey and just really have a conversation but we'll see where this goes but other than that Definitely. you guys have a great rest of your night and watch some fucking hockey this weekend that's what i gotta say to you guys
1: <laughs> hey thank you guys